Welcome to the Legacy Nashville podcast. We are so grateful that you've taken the time out of your day or night to tune in. We pray that this message encourages you to love God, love people, and change the world. Now, let's get to the message. So last week, um, I started a sermon series by accident. I want to confess, I started a sermon series by accident called The Joshua Generals. Everybody say, that's me. Because what we're talking about, guys, is we're talking about inhabitation-level leadership. Everybody say, that's me. Inhabitation-level leadership. We're going to level up again in our leadership. And I really felt compelled uh, from Joshua chapter 3 to outline a few components of the lifestyle of Joshua for this emerging generation's emerging leaders. Now, anytime there is a crossover, there is an emergence of new leadership. I don't know if you're here for Legacy Weekend, but Pastor Michael Miller from Upper Room was here with us, and he prophesied very quickly, almost conspicuously, that we were in the midst of a crossover. Everybody say crossover. The crossover is taking place in Joshua when Moses dies and Joshua emerges as a general, as a leader of the next generation to lead the people of God, the nation of Israel, through a crossover. Okay, everybody say crossover. And into the promised land. So it was a year of inhabitation. (laughs) I did not set you guys up for success there and I'm sorry about that, okay? I'm just, we're going to preach together, okay, amen? And so it was a year of inhabitation. So there is a moment here where a crossover has taken place. And after all of these years walking around in the wilderness, the people of God began to walk in the prophetic words, began to walk in their destinies, began to walk in their promises. And so they had to cross over. They had to inhabit the promised land. And Joshua was the leader to lead them. And so what we see in Joshua chapter 3, our text today, is how Joshua emerged and led the people of God. And I believe that there are some people in the room right now, okay, and if you're like, he's not talking about me, I am talking about you. So receive this word for yourself. I believe there are some people in the room right now that God has called out as Joshua generals that are going to be leaders, influencers, entrepreneurs, next generation politicians, educators in the entertainment industry, in the music industry, in arts, in entertainment, whatever it looks like for you, whatever promises that God has spoken over your life, the sphere of influence that you are called to bring the kingdom of God into, God is raising up Joshua generals today. Is that, is that too big of a word? Because sometimes people feel uncomfortable when I say, today. Today. Right? As for me and my house. Today, I'm just making a decision. We're going to serve the Lord. Now faith. <laughs> I love the evidence of now faith. It's right now. It's happening today. So that's what we're talking about. Joshua chapter 3. Check this out. The Lord said to Joshua, today. 
Dang. You see, we have Bible here, okay? So the Lord speaks to Joshua. He said, today I will begin to exalt you. Somebody say favor. Favor, favor ain't fair. Come on, tap your neighbor. Say, the blessing's on its way. Come on, look at the other side. Say, favor's flowing to you. Come on. Now say it one more time. It's today. It's today. It's today. And check this out. In the sight of Israel, all of Israel, that means the whole nation or the entire generation. God said to Joshua, I'm going to put favor on you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to do something in you and I'm going to do something through you that causes you to become visible to your generation as a general as a leader so that you can lead in this crossover moment to cause the people to inhabit their prophetic words and promises. Who's ready to sign up for that assignment? Come on. I believe there are some Joshua generals in the room today. There are some Joshua generals watching online right now. I don't care where you are in the world. Just go ahead and put it in the chat. I'm a Joshua general. Come on. I'm a Joshua general. He's preaching to me this morning. Amen. That they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Which begs the question, how was God with Moses? How was God with Moses? God was with Moses, the Bible says, face to face, talking with him, intimate with him, in such a way that it resembled a man and his friend. Now, that is a powerful picture, amen? And so what God says is that I am going to put favor on you so that you can carry a different atmosphere. You're going to carry a different culture as you cross over into the culture of the world. People are going to recognize you as standing out and as, and as being different. They're going to say, what's going on with her? What is it? What's happening with him? It just seems like he's carrying something different. Like he walked into the room and the atmosphere shifted. Everything got more peaceful. Everything just got a whole lot more joyful. Come on, nobody's going to preach me about that, are you Christians? The atmosphere just got a whole lot more joyful. Right? What was it said about Jesus? That the oil of gladness rested upon him so much so that they looked at his homies and they said he is more anointed with joy than all of y'all that means when you step into a room joshua general that means when you step onto a campus our, our, our homies are here from seu today when you step onto a campus somebody's like what's up with her I mean, she's dressed nice and everything, but it must be something else aside from the wardrobe. What's going on with him? I mean, he's rocking them new J's, and I really like his shoes, but it's got to be something else other than his shoes. He is walking in an atmosphere where I could say he's been with God. He's been meeting with God face to face. He's been talking to Jesus like a friend. What if that was your reputation? Like before you ever spoke a word, before you ever posted a tweet, before you ever wrote a blog, people interacted with you and they were like, you must have been with Jesus. I mean, that's what they said about the disciples when they took them to court. They said, we perceive, this was those with PhDs. 
They were like, we perceive that you are unlearned men. That's pretty insulting. Could we agree? And yet it is obvious to us that you have been with Jesus. Hey, cool is not a prerequisite to being used by God. Knowledge is not even a prerequisite to being used by God. Listen, you may not always feel prepared, but you can always be dependent. I have been with God. I'm not checking with man to see if I have permission to do the things that God has called me to do. I am a Joshua general. I have been with God. His word is resting upon my life. Therefore, the grace is resting upon my life to accomplish everything that he has spoken because God does not release revelation without authority. Come on, this is better than some of y'all are saying amen right now. If God has talked to you about it, that means there is grace resting upon your life to do something about it. Whenever he gives insight, he also gives authority. So whatever God's speaking to you about right now, go ahead, you can write this down. Whatever God is speaking to you about right now, he's giving you an authority to see that thing differently than others because you're walking with him, carrying an anointing to bring redemption, restoration, and transformation to that thing. So you've got to stand up and say, I'm crossing over. I'm crossing over. I'm going to be a Joshua general. I'm going to lead my generation. That's me. I've been anointed. If God be for me. So can you remind me again what it is that you cannot do? <laughs> because the last time I checked, my Bible said that though it is impossible with man. <laughs> it shall be possible with God, come on, where's my Joshua generals this morning? Like you just have faith to believe for the impossible. All right, let's go back to the scripture. We're in, we're in verse eight, man, last week I was supposed to do six points. I did one. Now I'm doing one scripture. I'm gonna get through this though. Okay. And as for you command, everybody say, speak. speak. Oh, I ain't got time to get into that. But God is raising up some speakers. I'm telling you right now, God is raising up some preachers. He's raising up some writers. He's raising up some poets. He's raising up some songwriters. He's raising up some singers. Listen, don't wait for a pulpit. You already got TikTok. I'm serious. I downloaded TikTok this week. My God. It needs the gospel. I was flipping through. Dang, man. Like, we, I think we need to inhabit pl platforms like mission fields. I, I'm serious. I can guarantee you this. If the apostle Paul was preaching today, he'd be, he'd be live streaming on YouTube. Watch this right here. Watch this right here. This kid just fell out of the uh, third floor while I was preaching. I'm about to raise him from the dead. Let's go. <laughs> that, that's what I think. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. We'll ask when we get to heaven. Right? 
but this is just what I think. Who is going to adopt a people group? I mean, the Great Commission talks to us about this. Who's going to say, I'm going to get the Gen Z influencers on TikTok. I'm going to make a list. I'm going to become their number one intercessor, even though they won't know. I'm going to make sure that whether they want it or not, they're getting prayer every single day. Listen, I'm on Steph Curry's intercessory team. I, I am the leader. Brian Neer knows this. I'm the leader of Steph Curry's prayer warriors. <laughs> he said he's LeBron's. And, and we dwell together in unity, you know, Brian and I. Despite the fact that they play each other tonight. But we ain't worried about that because we're going to be at encounter night. Amen. 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 But I'm telling you, I pray for the man. I pray for his wife. I pray for her restaurants. Y'all think I'm crazy. Lord, bless them. <laughs> Why is God going to give you authority in places that you refuse to love? <laughs> so you're going to judge them and expect God to give you favor with them. You know, people feel that, right? I thought you had been with God like Moses. But you're coming with that Judas energy strong. <laughs> You don't have good vibes, bro. But listen, when you've prayed for somebody, watch how they receive you, even if they dislike you. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. One time a cop pulled me over because I was speeding and I had broken the law. I was, I was wrong, okay, let me publicly repent. But I had stopped paying attention, I was worshiping. I'm just being honest, okay? Y'all forgive me? I had stopped paying attention because I was worshiping, and so I was. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I had, the, I had the windows rolled up, man. I was hot boxing, but in a different way. And, and some of y'all need to stop hot boxing the wrong way. Hey, you want to know why? Because there ain't no high like the most high. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you right now, weed ain't nothing but a counterfeit high. I'm telling you right now. Thank you for preaching me. Thank you for preaching me. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. I I'm telling you the truth. But listen, before I got saved, I smoked weed like the apostle Paul prayed in tongues. And what did he say? I pray in tongues more than all y'all. It's a counterfeit high. I'm telling you the truth, man. I'm telling you the truth. Try Jesus. Try Jesus. Try Jesus. Try Jesus. If that's blessing you more than him, you got, you got a little more space to go. 
Got a little more space to grow. So he pulled me over, right? And my, and man's was pissed. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. He's, uh, he's upset with me and it's probably cause I didn't realize it, but I tried to pass him in the wrong lane. <laughs> but y'all, I was so touched by the Lord that when he walked up next to me and I could tell cause I saw him and he was I rode down the window and I was like this. And I'm telling you, it was a different type of cloud that he got hit with. It was a glory cloud. And it, I, I promise, it was like, I'm not lying to you. I saw his face go from I swear. I promise, it's a real life testimony. He puts his hand on my car, he goes. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I promise, I promise. A friend was with me, she could testify to this. <laughs> I said, I'm worshiping, I, I'm so sorry. I was speeding, wasn't I? He said, well, yeah, you were speeding. You passed me in the wrong lane. What are you thinking? I said, sir, I'm, I'm not drinking. I'm just praying. I mean, I still drink. It's just a different brand. Like, we're not going to follow that rabbit, but that's one. And the dude still gave me a ticket. But it was almost as if he was grateful that I made him pull me over. Because by the time that he walked away from the car, his mood shifted. He got touched by a different atmosphere. I'm telling you the truth. The kingdom is a superior atmosphere. And we as Joshua generals, even in situations like that, I was busted. I was in the wrong. I made a mistake. He gave me a ticket. I joyfully received it. But I'm telling you, it shifted the atmosphere and it transformed the day of someone, I don't know what he was going through. Just a quick testimony. Okay, back to verse eight. And as for you, speak, everybody say speak. Speak to the priest that bear the ark of the covenant. That means lead the people who are carrying the glory, the presence of God, right? When you come to the brink of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. I love that all throughout scripture that water is a type of the spirit. Some of us need to stop visiting the river on Sunday and decide that we are going to carry the presence of the Lord into the river with us on Sunday. Joshua generals don't show up needing a drink. They show up like, I'm about to refresh. <laughs> I came with some different energy this morning and I'm very sorry. My hair's all frizzy and stuff from the humidity. You shall stand still in the Jordan, verse nine. And Joshua said, notice here, he's speaking now. See, up until this point, Joshua had been leading with his works. 
But now Joshua has leveled up. Now he's leading the crossover with his words. Okay, before you lead with your words, you must be willing to lead with your works. If you wanna prophesy publicly and work a microphone, you've gotta be willing to work a toilet brush. I'm just gonna leave that there. So come and listen to the words of the Lord your God. So key, notice Joshua didn't say, hey, come listen to me. Do you guys see that? Hey, come listen to me because I know what I'm talking about. I'm anointed, I'm special. No, no, he said, listen, I have been elevated. I have been lifted up as a general. I have been made visible to this generation, not to share my own words, but to share the words of God, amen? And Joshua said, here is how you're gonna know that the living God is among you. Here's how, gonna, here's how you're gonna know that you're walking with the presence, in the presence, that without fail, you're gonna drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Just to summarize that, let's all say the enemies of God. Let's all acknowledge that which is standing in the way of my promised land. The barricade that the enemy is trying to build to bring distance between me and my restoration with my spouse. The separation that the spirit of the enemy is trying to cause to keep me disconnected from my dad, from my mom, from my kids. Come on, take it, put it in there, whatever fits for you. God said, you're gonna carry a different atmosphere and here's how you're gonna know that I've anointed you with this presence. All of the enemies of God are gonna flee before you. Listen, in Joshua here, Joshua gets this magnificent word about everywhere he puts his foot that God is gonna give him that place. Did you guys, you guys remember that from Joshua chapter one? He said, listen, as you're walking the wilderness, remember where you put your feet because I've given it to you. Now we love prophetic words like that, don't we? We go to conferences for prophetic words like that. We're like, hallelujah, this is amazing. I got a prophetic word I'm about to inherit. I'm about to inhabit. Did you hear that prophetic word that I received? Hallelujah. We get so excited and we forget about the next 13 chapters of Joshua where Joshua had to displace 31 kings. Everybody's ready to receive the prophetic word, but everybody seems to be allergic to doing the work. <laughs> Listen, inhabitation is hard. Inhabitation is expensive. I'm telling you the truth. And so he said, but it doesn't matter the size of the enemy that comes against you. The size of the victory will be even bigger because of my presence. Not because of your strength. You may have to displace these kings, but just know they're not being displaced because you worked so hard. They're not being displaced because you're so talented or you're so educated or you're so gifted. They're being displaced not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Remember the word of the Lord. And he said, behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. I love this. This alludes to the fact that presence, the presence of God in prayer must always be our priority. We must give the presence of God leadership in our life. 
Before we call our favorites list, we go to the throne room. Now, therefore, take 12 men from the tribes of Israel, from each tribe a man. So you, you start to see some empowerment happening here. Verse 13. And when the souls of the feet of the priests bearing the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from flowing. Everybody say, that's a miracle. That, right? I mean, could you imagine a river flowing like a steady flow of water and all of a sudden it just discontinues? That's a supernatural miracle, right? We've seen this before, though. We saw this in the ministry of Joshua's spiritual father, Moses. You guys remember whenever he walked through the Red Sea? See, Moses led a crossover of his own. And, and as sons and daughters, listen, we've heard the testimonies of our mothers and our fathers having their own crossovers. We cannot live any longer off of their breakthrough. You are not going to bring the kingdom of heaven to the extent that God has called you riding on the coattails of your pastor or your leader or your spiritual mom or the intercessor you have in your corner. You for you have to pick up the mantle of leadership that is resting upon your life and lead a crossover for this generation. Say me. me. Say, I'm going to do it. I will do it. And when the soles of the feet, uh, they're there, the water stops flowing. And then the water's coming down. It's kind of a, a second, it's not secondary, but it's, it's, a, it's a, another miracle is what's happening, basically. Uh, the water's coming down from above shall stand in one heap. Could you imagine like a waterfall? Like a, all of a sudden the waterfall just discontinues flowing. The waters just sit up there. That's weird. Could we all acknowledge that? That's strange. But that's a supernatural miracle. And um, we're going to get into that in week six of this series, obviously, uh, that was meant to be one sermon. Uh, but today I want to give you the second point, and I'm going to run through this pretty quick. I'm not going to belabor this. I, I actually want to get you guys out of here in the next little bit. I know that you are hot, but could you just sit for one point? I've already given you so many, haven't I? Apologies. Sorry, not sorry situation. Verse point two, point two of the sermon series, okay? I did point one last week. It's point two today. Here's point two. It comes from verse seven. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Now we've already connected the dots here that Joshua and Moses are both intimate, intimately connected with God, but we're not simply talking about Joshua's intimacy with God his, his heavenly father in this point, we are talking about Joshua's intimacy with Moses, his spiritual father. It got quiet real quick. I understand. Listen, you are called to have intimate connections, friendships, close connections with your heavenly father and spiritual fathers and mothers. Would you guys agree? pastors, leaders, mentors, disciplers. You can't make it across the Jordan on your own. You need some help. Would you guys agree? And that's why point two is this, is that this generation's leaders will not lead as orphans, but serve as sons and daughters, honoring spiritual mothers and fathers. Now, I wanna just give you a quick disclaimer. We named this church Legacy for a reason. 
Because I really believe in the power and the potency of spiritual legacies, honoring spiritual moms and dads, honoring the inheritance out of them, not taking it from them, right? That, that is the posture of the prodigal son, right? He behaved in an orphany way and he took his inheritance instead of receiving his inheritance. Remember this, orphans always take, 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 and sons receive. You know, you actually cannot take your inheritance. Your inheritance can only be received. Every excellent thing that you have received in the kingdom of God has been received by inheritance. I know it's very tempting to think that you did it all by yourself. I'm the one that is responsible. I am self-made, man. I got my own rags to riches story. Yep, you do. It's called Jesus on the cross being crucified. Three days later, resurrecting, coming out of the tomb with resurrection life that he shares with you. Your rags to riches story has already played out 2000 years ago, but it is available right now for you to enter into and receive as a son or a daughter. Orphans, orphans take. I'm about to take this for myself. I'm about to take this for myself. Listen, Psalm chapter two, verse eight. What does the Bible say? Ask of me and I will give you the nations as your I knew I had some Bible scholars in the room. As your inheritance, is that not a legacy word? Is that not a family phrase? God said, come to me and I'm going to give you the nations as your inheritance. So why is it that we look at the nations? Why is it that we look at neighborhoods? Why is it that we look at spheres of culture? Why is it that we look at places that were like right there? That's where I'm called to inhabit. Why is it that we look at prophetic words with the posture of an orphan and we say, I'm going to take it? Listen, even though Joshua displaced 31 kings, Joshua wasn't acknowledging himself as the reason for the king's displacement. Because Israel lost every battle they didn't pray through. Read the Bible, read through it. The only time Israel experienced victory was when they first found the prayer closet before the battlefield. And every time they neglected the word of the Lord, they always experienced defeat. See, so, so see, even as, even as God says, I'm a good father, if you want the place of your inheritance, what you need to do is come to me as a son, not fight for me as an orphan. Oh, I, I know I'm getting in your business now. Because we look at all the bad things happening in the culture and we believe that best practice is to boycott. <laughs> well, let me demonize that person. Let me destroy that person's reputation. Let me go on Instagram and completely demoralize that person and boycott everybody that's doing anything that I deem to be immoral. Stop fighting. 
Nations are not given to warriors, they're given to sons. People groups are given to daughters, not to orphans. And the good news is, if you find yourself in your seat or watching online today, like I feel like an orphan, here's great news, that the spirit of adoption is in the room today. The spirit of adoption is in your living room today. It's in your bedroom today. The good father that we worship gave us a really good son named Jesus that has grace for you today so that you can come home and not simply belong to an organization. We're not doing that, but an organism, which is the body of Christ, which is what Jesus paid for, for you to experience as a son and a daughter on the cross. And this is actually the reason why David couldn't build the temple. He had blood on his hands. He is a warrior. He had, he had taken life, he, you know. I said, no, 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 you're not going to build my house. It's not about being a warrior. I'm going to have my son build it. And he made his own mistakes. But the principle here remains, nations are not given to orphans. Inheritance is not given to orphans. Orphans don't inhabit in fact, what they often do is they take territory that doesn't belong to them yet and they get evicted for their prayerlessness. Is this making any sense at all? I'm just trying to preach it to you like the Spirit's giving it to me, okay? Some of us need to stop making plans with other people's inheritances. Sometimes we look at saints like we got to fight them to get our inheritance. God is capable of blessing you with what he's blessed them with. Don't come as an orphan, come as a son. Malachi chapter four, verse six prophesies about you as one of the Joshua generals, a leader. It says his preaching, everybody say my preaching. You can play bro. My preaching will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. One of the greatest components about the coming revival is the restoration of families. Why do you think that the enemy is working hard, so hard through culture to destroy family? They're actually prophesying to us the opposite of the word that God's actively releasing. I'm telling you, the enemy has played his hand. The enemy has played his hand. I believe that we're gonna see the divorce rate drop in our generation. I'm gonna believe that. I believe that. I believe that. I'm going to believe that particularly in the church, I believe that. I'm gonna prophesy that, we're gonna stand on that. We're gonna declare that, that we are gonna see, like we're gonna to pray tonight, you know, with the sin, that there's gonna be adoptive parents raised up, willing to foster, we have some here. We have people, people willing to say, man, I'm gonna be a father, I'm gonna be a mother. You're participating in the crossover. You need to know that, you're participating in the crossover. Joshua honored Moses 
by following two things. Number one was his intimacy. The second thing was his instruction. Joshua loved to sit in the tent of meeting long after Moses had already departed. Because he was watching him worship. See, that's part of being a son. And if you want to be a spiritual father or a spiritual mother, don't just invite somebody into your ministry. Invite them into your intimacy. Before you teach them how to preach, they need to listen to you pray. Because Joshua generals understand that when we preach to the iPhone, we're not just preaching to a device, we're preaching to a person. It's not about a platform, it's about a people. Listen, back in the day, uh, churches used to have a whole lot of stained glass. I'm, I'm so glad that we have some stained glass. It's very cool. But churches in Europe, you can walk around and there's all these pictures, right? And what, what are they? They're Bible stories. So that's the way that people who didn't know Jesus would learn about Jesus by looking at the glass. And listen, people are still looking, but just at a different glass, I'm telling you, this is the new stained glass of the church and the enemy overplayed his hand by trying to say, oh, all the churches, you're going to have to disband and shut down. You're never going to be able to exist ever again. Never like it was. No, it's better now. We got more reach now. We're touching more lives now. Hey, Tom is here because he came, he found us on YouTube. And he, he's visiting with us today. And uh, probably our most faithful Joshua of the prayer room online. Always in there. And so Joshua watched his spiritual father Moses, not only how he worshiped God, but also how he worked with the people. He watched these two things, how they played out. And until Joshua was released into his role by Moses... God was not releasing Joshua into his role. Now, orphans would only see this as suppression. But sons see this as God's wisdom in how he promotes them in his own timing. If you have to take your platform, you're not ready for it. Sons receive while orphans take. I think that's probably where I should finish today. What do you guys think? Hallelujah. 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 Brian, won't you grab a mic and come back? Let's sing that. I'm going to be a living sacrifice. Because this is the posture of a son. This is the posture of a son. I want you to consider when Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac. 
A lot of scholars believe that Isaac was somewhere around 33 years old at the time. And we know that Abraham was well advanced in his years, wasn't he? The man was so old, there's no way that he would have the physical strength to manhandle the young man, Isaac, and put him up on the altar in his own strength. Isaac had to actively participate in becoming the sacrifice. Abraham couldn't have wrapped him up in his own strength. Isaac had to submit himself to the father and say, go ahead, dad, you can wrap me up if you want to. Go ahead, you can bind my hands, you can bind my feet. I'm gonna be a living sacrifice, you need my help? You want me to climb up on the altar? You want me to get up on the stones that you've laid out so that the fire of heaven can consume the sacrifice? If that's what it looks like today, Father, I say yes, yes. Come on, Joshua generals, let's just stand to our feet and begin to say yes, yes. We'll be a sacrifice. For Jesus, for only Jesus, for only Jesus. I want to ask if we could, please, let's just do it with the voices. And the reason I ask that is because I want us all to hear what it sounds like to be a part of a community, a church, a tribe, a people group that says, this is who we are. Even if you're not feeling it today, listen to your neighbor sing it out over you and over themselves. And if you are feeling it today, why don't you sing it out out loud, louder than you normally do for those that are not. Come on, let's lift our voices. Come on, that was so good. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's lift it up. Let's lift it up. Let's lift it up. Yeah, that's good. Let's lift him up. Come on. Big round of applause for Jesus. Big shout for Jesus. Big shout for a good father. Come on, let's lift him up. Lift him up. Come on, legacy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You're good, God. You're good, God. You're good, God. I think some of you are going to leave this place different than you walked in. I think there's some people in the room right now that are feeling like a general. I think there's some people that are watching online this morning feeling like a leader. I think there's some people in the house this morning saying, yep, I know God has anointed me for something special. God has anointed me for something great. I'm going to be a leader in my generation, not a follower of the culture. I'm going to cut against the grain and I'm going to walk with Jesus. From this moment forward, I lay down everything on the altar that Jesus has asked for. It doesn't matter if it is an issue of my salvation. It could be an issue of my intimacy. And anything that stands in between me and him, I must take out. Inhabit, inhabit Jesus. Inhabit, inhabit, inhabit us, Jesus. Fill us, Lord. Fill us, Lord so that we can do everything that you've asked us to do, all that you've called us to do, all that you've anointed us to do. One more time, one more time, one more time. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Let's bless the Lord one more time. Let's bless the Lord. Come on, church. Let's bless the Lord. We bless you, 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 Lord. Amen and amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Legacy Nashville podcast. If you'd like to support the ministry, you can do so at LegacyNashville.org forward slash give if you're listening on itunes log into the store and give us a good rating and review this helps our podcast reach new people with the good news of jesus christ until next week love god love people and go change the world